Rangers of the Grid, episode 15. Despite technical issues, possible audio issues, possible, possible issues, we back again. What's good, dog? We back. It's our quince. Episode 15. I know, dude. We're about to start playing La Chona. Or what's that other one, man? My my students like it. You know what I'm talking about? Man, let me see if I can play it real quick. Now I know a a total D. That's all. I don't want to get copyrighted, you know. What I, mean? I know, right? I was gonna say you better cut that short before we get flagged for copyright. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's our quince, and you know, Marcus had brought up a great point because I'm still in the mode of watching Jungle Fury. I'm I'm halfway through. What are you thinking, by the way? It's cool. Um, the coolest thing, honestly, so far, I'll just say a quick update. What I think is cool is that um, someone thought of like something I've always thought with villains. Right away, too. I feel like by episode four, they already put this plan out to where, um, you know, obviously they... they all the monsters basically start the same, but they have like a little attachment to their head. Yeah. Right. Okay. Bro. The fact that by, I'm pretty positive it was episode four that they're just like, you know what? We're just going to drop five on you. Oh yeah. I was like, thank you. I've been saying that like forever. And I'm not like a pro villains guy when it comes to Rangers, but, but you're just like, sometimes this stuff just doesn't make sense. Like, why not just do this? Why are you limiting yourself to just one? Yeah, man. I was like, you know, playing with action figures, right? Growing up. Mm-hmm. I always was a big, <laughs> it's fun to see them come from behind. That's that booking, man. Right? That like, booking. I, dude, as a kid, I always made sure it was like more villains than uh, Rangers or any, or, or protagonists. Yeah. Right? And when they did that, especially with there only being three Rangers, I was like, oh, man, this is perfect. This is great. Because, like, each villain could take the whole team, not, not not beat the whole team, but it would take the whole team to possibly just beat one. Yeah. Well, now yeah. you just drop five on everybody. And they yeah. had to retreat. Like, a couple times, the groups already had to retreat. Yeah. So, like, by episode 16, they've already retreated a few teams. What's old boy's name? Dashi. 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 I almost feel like uh, he's like a Mortal Kombat character. He is. Like he he's is, either dude. like Quanchi. Honestly, there's a lot of stuff in here that seemed like a lot of characters in that season of Jungle Fury that would translate well into the world of Mortal Kombat. Dude, the Megazord's cool. I was gonna say. I know that you love Wild Force because of the Megazord and all the different combinations. This is a very, they have that same thing going on here with this season. And what I like so far 
is that, like, when they combine, they all give me a, a an Ultra Zord feeling. Yeah. Of, like, the way the helmets go. The head. Yes. <laughs> so, so far, it's it's actually been pretty good. Like, um, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the Blue Ranger right now. He, Theo, he's, um, he's in the choir taste. I'm not the biggest fan of him. Um, which is weird because, like, I don't know if people make comparisons to Sky, but I love Sky on SPD. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it was. I liked Sky a lot. I don't know about Theo, man. Yeah, Theo. Theo's <clears throat> interesting, but well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Obviously, how it goes, but so far, yeah, yeah, I don't know about him yet, but. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I, I liked it though more than I thought I would. The great. So far. It does have the Wakanda type beginning though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like your boy, your your dude, Burner Boy, is about to pop on there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Playing out sold out stadiums and stuff. Heck yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I'm liking it so far, man. And um, yeah. So we'll, we'll you know I'll finish it and we'll talk about it. But Marcus had brought up a great point since it's our 15th episode, our quince. Um, we should do the 15th anniversary episodes. Uh, once a ranger, right? Once a ranger, always a ranger. Yeah. So, and it was, and I didn't, I've never seen it before. Yeah. You know, I, I've seen clips of like Adam, right? John yeah. Because what he's, he's the guy. But um, Operation Overdrive. I was like, okay, this is interesting. Like, truth be told, not many people have like brought this up yet to us. Yeah, the season or the anniversary, none of these episodes. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, just off first glance, I was like, hey, their their uh, their suits look kind of cool. Yeah. Um, first, so I obviously I watched Operation Overdrive when it aired and everything. Um, I remember I taped it. Like, I recorded it on a VHS, like, the first episode. I went to, like, a weird thing where I was, like, I think with either SP, is either SPD or Mystic Force, I started, I'm, like, I'm going to start recording these. Like, the first episode and then the last episode. Really? And, yeah, I did that for a few of them. And, like, I remember, like, Jetix would have, like, back in the day Jetix on ABC Family, that little block. Uh, when they'd show Rangers, like, every year they do like a red white and blue like for fourth of july so they're like episodes focused on like a red ranger and then a white one and then a blue one and then they would do like rise of the battleizer and it was like be a marathon of like maybe two or three seasons previously of their like rangers um you know the episodes of where the red ranger got their battleizer and then it would end with the new season that current season's red ranger getting their battleizer and so they used to, I used to always like tape these uh like marathon blocks for some re- not for some reason. I know why, because I could watch it. But yeah, because this was obviously before Netflix and stuff like that. So um yeah, I used to record all these. I remember I recorded this is like first... isn't this like 08? Yeah, I think Operation Overdrive was oh, yeah, I believe two thousand is either two thousand seven to two thousand eight. I think that's when it was. But um, 
Looking right here, February 07 and November 07. Yeah. On the same. Wait up. Oh, that's my dog. Thank you, Shade. Thank you. Um, honestly, not the biggest fan of uh, Operation Overdrive. Really? Yeah. I liked, like, the suit colors I liked because it seemed like a throwback to Mighty Morphin with, like, red, blue, yellow, pink, and black. So I, so whenever I see that color combination in a season, I always kind of get that nostalgic feeling of, like, the OG Mighty Morphin, which is always cool. Um, but then it was just, like, and I like the idea, too, of it was that sort of, like, it was like almost like that career season where the team was made up of people that have like a certain set of skills. Like, um, so you saw the guy, uh, Dr. Hartford, Andrew Hartford, the guy in the cave that was like the sort of mentor dude, the Red Ranger's dad. Mm-hmm. Originally, he was meant to be the Red Ranger. He was on like this, like Batman, Tony Stark thing where he's like, I'm going to make this team and uh, I'm going to assemble these people that have all these skills and we're all going to be Power Rangers. He found a way to tap into the Morphin Grid, all that, and then made his Morphers, assembled his team, was going to morph, but then he got taken by uh, the Lava Lizards, which was Moltors. Yeah, because they talking about like villains, when you talk about like Jungle Fury and them dumping like five villains at once, this season, they had a lot of villains. They had a ton. There were the two brothers, the Ice Dude, uh, Flurious, his brother Moltor. Uh, you had this other kind of like blue guy that I forget. That's because I always had like the sort of android looking type guy. Uh, you had him and he had like the female villain with him. Then you had these other characters called the Fear Cats, which are honestly, their suits were pretty awesome. But anyway... Harford gets kidnapped, and then his son, who always wanted to, like, would always read these, like, adventure books, sees his chance and, like, takes it and then morphs. So now he becomes a Red Ranger. Uh, and their whole thing is about them finding the uh, crown jewels of this crown called, like, the Corona Aurora, allegedly this super powerful thing. And they're kind of guided throughout the season by this character called Sentinel Knight. Um, who allegedly had been around for centuries and years and all this whole thing. And I'll get into that later. But yeah, I honestly felt like, and if you choose to go back and watch the rest of the season, and if we hit up the fans to say, hey, should we do a talk about Operation Overdrive? You'll kind of see this was a season of wasted potential. And that's my rant. Turn your mic back on, dog. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah, heck of a rant, but I like it. You gave a little synopsis on it. <clears throat> um, so uh, I think it's cool because it starts basically off with like, you know, I'm assuming he, he it came off like he's a brand new villain, right? Who? Uh, Zed and Rita's son. Yeah. Well, say his name again. Uh, it was, it, he was Thrax. Thrax, yes. I knew it was like a 
like with the TH, but I'm like, oh, no, it's not that. <clears throat> um, Thrax, which by the way, like, didn't look that cool. Um, yeah. He looked like he was like put together very cheaply. Yeah. Um, not cool. Not cool looking at all. Um, anyways, um, I like how, what is it? The evil Alliance. What are they trying to give like a little shout out to dark specters of like ultimate Alliance, right? Of evil. Yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. That? Um, I like that. <clears throat> I also like that. You know, I, I guess I'm a, I'm a sucker for the story, right? Man, you cut, they came in hot, right? The villains came in hot, dusted these rangers, basically broke the morphing grid to where they ain't rangers no more, right? They don't have the power. No. And they ended up going back and getting... Uh, what They kept referring to them as retro rangers. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So they kept referring to them as... Um, and this is where uh, Marcus had talked about before, you know, you basically mentioned this episode a little bit by saying how Bridge was the Red Ranger in it. Yes. You know, because of all the things they had. Uh, he gave his quick reasons why. Um, what We had Tori, we had Kira, we had Xander, who I don't really know yet, right? That's my boy from Mr. Course. Xander. Yeah, I don't know that guy yet. Soon enough. Um, and of course, Adam. Right and yep. make it makes sense that Mighty Morphin's uh the leader. Yes. Right. Um, Adam's a strong character too. He is. So this makes all the sense in the world. Um, Tommy got his mentions. Yep. So they kept the consistency with that. Um, and it's a trip. Like they they brought in these retro ones to come fight because they couldn't. Uh, I had like a huge, like, I want to say huge, bro, because that's not fair to say huge, but I was like very taken aback by the Operation Overdrive team. Yeah. At the end of the first episode, part one, they basically quit. No, not basically. They do. They were like, we out. Yeah, like, we, hey, man, hey, man, if we don't have our powers, like, we just want to go back to live our lives. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're done with Operation Overdrive. And if I'm, you could correct me if I'm wrong. You, you're pretty, I, I'd call you a ranger historian. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we should get that printed out for you. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a historian, so I could get that. <laughs> you, you are, you are an actual historian. But I could get that printed out for you because you're a ranger historian. Um. <laughs> Man, like, has a team ever quit? Um, I don't think so. So, I am not very, I will be straight up honest, I don't know so much about, uh, like, the Neo-Saban era, starting with, like, from Samurai through, like, Beast Mor- Season 1 and Beast Morphers. Um, mm-hmm. I know they always kind of have the one episode where they, they do have, like, a, ranger that will like kind of quit and like you know what i'm done with this and blah blah but then you know they learn their lesson and come back stronger at the end of the episode like that's happened a couple times uh like marcus i don't think any power ranger that's lost their powers just quits and chooses not to fight 
like yeah. to fight evil anymore. Yeah, they're just like, hey, whatever happens, happens. There's a new team. Go ahead, let them. And honestly, like, when you think about it, like I know uh, we talk about, well, not we, but like within the world of Rangers, there's always this like, oh, if you're a Ranger, if you were chosen, there's this whole sort of like, because you have these qualities about you. You know, like with, um, let's pretty, I feel, um, on topic. So we're talking about the 15th anniversary. Let's fast forward 15 years later from to once and always where we saw men, Trini's daughter, from the get-go. She's trying to morph and it wouldn't let her. Why? Because she hadn't like fully shown the qualities to make herself worthy of being a ranger. And now I think this kind of brings up an interesting topic or an discussion point within the world and the mythos of Rangers is you have this sort of kind of like mythological sort of like these ones were like either chosen or they were the prophesied ones for a reason. Why? Because they have those attributes. But then when you have these kind of sort of career seasons, they're kind of only chosen because they're there. And it's not necessarily they have, like, the abilities to do certain things. And so that's why they're on this team, like Lightspeed Rescue, um, Operation Overdrive, uh, RPM, even, you know. And it's almost like, so it, it's kind of interesting how that sort of works within the world of Rangers. You have, like, your kind of, like, your career ones. Like, that's how they get their powers. And then you get your chosen ones. You're either a career ranger or you're a chosen ranger. And... To me, even though that is kind of like a seeing as it's like your career, I feel like you're replaceable. And obviously they were replaced for throughout like the sort of episode, these two episodes. But it's almost like, oh, y'all just quit like that? Well, hey, guess what? I'm going to go find another team. Or guess what? I'm going to keep these guys until I find new Operation Overdrive Rangers. Like, yeah, and you know, I think we found out early on that that people are replaceable. Yeah, goes back to Jason, Trini, and Zach. Yeah, you know, you found out early on people are replaceable. Yeah, find out early on, you know, White Ranger replaces Red Ranger's leader. Yeah, yeah. you know, we 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 can keep going. TJ and his crew over Tommy and his crew. Yeah, like yeah. you can, you know, you can almost just keep at it with it um but yeah that was kind of like whoa like even sorry even uh lost galaxy yeah Mike yeah, yeah. but Mike yeah like so so you can see like you know things can happen things can change right yeah um, people can be replaced um but yeah it kind of was like oh man like I and mean, I've, and i've never seen the season like this is the first i've ever seen of operational drive right yeah first i've ever seen Automatically was like, oh man, these guys, this kind of sucks. Put a sour taste in your mouth, huh? I was like, oh man, y'all just gonna go like act, <clears throat> right? Oh. You're just gonna go do your own thing over there, be what a professor, or whatever, right? Lecturer, mm-hmm. this and that. You're just gonna go and do all of that and just quit when, like, especially what we've been taught in the past, like, you know, yeah, certain people would become rangers, but like they had those qualities beforehand. Mm-hmm. you know and 
retreating is different, right? Like retreating because you're getting overwhelmed. So you head back to the base for hopefully they have something else that can help you. Even the odds are be better than, but I was like, dang, they really just quit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Like, Hey, hey like it was a fun ride, right? Well, then it's even weird too, to me that it's like they quit, but they still for a minute tried to go fight with their like enhanced powers because that was a thing definitely throughout the uh, Disney era that happened a lot. Uh, a lot Rangers would have like sort of ex- some sort of like extra power, you know, like uh, Ninja Storm had like their ninja powers plus the elemental powers. Dino Thunder had the abilities that came with the gym, SPD special powers, you know, uh, and they still tried to fight with that for a little bit, but then it was just like. That, they do one battle with all their gear stuff, and it's like, eh, we out. Yeah, man, I was very, just, I don't know, I was taken aback by it. I was like, okay, like, that sucks. But anyways, the episode keeps going on, and uh, I was like, okay, this is this is good, I feel like, from a story standpoint, that uh, the Red Ranger, I believe his name was Mac. Yep. Right? <clears throat> Even though it's his dad, right? Uh, old boys' dad that he wants to get that that um Thrax wants to kill right yeah he wants to get the uh, tell me the b- blank sword oh so he so no Thrax sorry Thrax wants to kill uh, Sentinel Knight yes yes Sentinel Knight but he needs uh, but he needs that sword? sword of Excelsior Excelsius Excelsior right yeah yeah because that's the one thing that can destroy the Sentinel Knight. Yes, um, but Mac doing that was like, okay, like that's cool. At least, you know, especially for a first time watching, right? I was like, all right, cool. Like, at least yeah. they're, they're giving him that like Red Ranger leadership quality. Yeah. You know, um, which I thought was cool. And of course, like when I watched the retro, I'm going to ca- keep calling them the retro Rangers because that's what they were. Yeah. Uh, when I watched them, I liked it because, um, it was fun to see, man. Uh, some of these people, like, some of the people got love. I feel like that don't always get love. Yeah. So I feel like Adam always gets love. Yeah. We saw it in person recently. Um, mm-hmm. Tori doesn't always get love. No. From Ninja Storm. No. Um, Kira can sometimes get love because of her season. Yeah. But not a lot. It's not a ton, let's be honest. It's probably the, would you say the least or second least talked about person from the season? And by the way, that's not like I think like about her. I actually thought, like we've said before, that season's sick. I think out of like the Rangers, I think her and um, Ethan are kind of tied for that. Like in the sense of, of course, I was going to talk about the Red Ranger. Tommy's in there. And then the White Ranger, Trent, oh, my God, don't do He's – his whole story arc, you know, those are the – so I think Ethan and Kira at times kind of just get pushed to the side. Um, and then Bridge, who uh, – he's a Red Ranger in this. Yes. Right? He's, a red, he's a Red Ranger in this. And normally the Red Ranger leads. Yeah. 
And he and I believe he's not leading because nope. he wasn't like a leader on his team. Yeah. Like, I don't know. What do you think? So I think, and this is just me kind of giving my sort of thoughts on why. Well, first of all, like I think obviously the reason why Adam is a leader, as even though he's the black one, is because he's the most veteran ranger, you know. I feel like honestly, no matter who you put on that team, if you have someone from Mighty Morphin, they're going to be on. That. They're going to be the leader. Yeah, I think, like I think I think, I think there for like been nostalgia a... purpose, they are going to be the leader. Uh, sure, and coming from SPD, like you know, I don't know. Like I feel like obviously Jack or Sky have more of a claim. Oh yeah, well, at, it was at being the leader. Well, like I said originally, I remember in our past episodes, this when I mentioned this episode, it was supposed to be Jack. <laughs> they offered it to him first. He's like, eh, nah, me and Emma just broke up. So, but then uh, I, then I think Scott, uh, Sky, the actor Chris Violet, I think he was busy. I mean, like he's filming some other project. So then they're like, hey, well, let's go with Bridge. And then they made this whole thing. Uh, the story behind that. But I think the reason why he's kind of, besides the fact that he's not just like leading them, because I think when he's saying how with SPD, like when he's explaining how Doggy took over for the Pelican dude and then Bridge took over for uh, Kruger. No, I Sky think, took over for Kruger. Yeah, what did I say, Bridge? Yeah, it's okay. You got your name mixed up. Guy, how Sky took over for <laughs> Kruger. I think what happens there in that season, and I think even in sort of implied a little bit within the comics of uh, Soul of the Dragon, because uh, when Tommy goes and talks to SPD crew, he's talking to Sky, and you see the other SPD Rangers there. From but I think like Sky is still kind of like that leader, and like well, yeah, and that's kind of what I was getting at, like. If if it was Sky there, I think honestly, one him and Adam would have made a bomb duo. That would have been really mm. interesting. Just because, based off of like, like Adam's super calm, yeah, and Sky can be amped, yeah. You know, it's but I think together they would have been like great, just like Jack and Sky, like Jack and Sky. Know, honestly, Jack and Sky, they're a great combo. They're top tier duo. They are. They're like they are to me. Like they're top tier duo. I can't. I can't give you enough credit for getting me to watch SPD. Really good. You're welcome. Um, and then Xander, who I don't know yet. Woo. That's my boy. You have a lot of boys, Marcus. I. <laughs> but dude, I love. I like his character is so cool, and it's funny. Like he was kind of. I don't know, like, I feel like he was almost the forgettable one on this team, in a sense. Like, because I feel like Kira and um, Kira and uh, Tori are going to get their, you know, got their shine in it because they're yellow and blue. And then Bridge, because he's the red, or, yeah, Bridge, because he's the red one. And then Adam, I feel like Xander's almost the kind of just last addition to the team, which technically, I mean, they did go chronologically of 
Disney era ones up till then. So yeah, he was the latest addition to the team. But um, in Mystic Force, whenever you get to watch that, you'll see his character. He goes from guy that's almost like kind of leader before the Red Ranger gets there. And then even throughout like the season, he's that kind of like, hey, guys, we got to come together and get this. Or we got, you know. Is he like TJ-esque from In Space? Yes. Wow. Yeah. He's he, he has a little bit of TJ in him. And he has a lot of that like. But he also has that like. Where he will let like the Red Ranger lead because that's the ranking of things. But also, he's still the one, like, guys, we got to do this. He still has that, like, natural, like, leadership built into him. Like, he's just a natural leader. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for Mystic Force. Like, you know, the voting was the voting, right? Truth be told, the voting was the voting. I didn't think Jungle Fury was going to win. I was hoping it was Mystic Force because – you know, when you recommend it, I, I take it like now, especially after SPD, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and low key was kind of hoping RPM would win because, gosh, I feel like even though like voting wise, they, they were third, I feel mm-hmm. like people are more vocal about them. Yes. Yes. So, like, I'm like, okay, dude, like, like you said, you're like, it, it does change. You told me, you've been saying that. You're like, it, does. it does change. It's, it's a slow burn. And that's the thing that sucks for some people. Mm-hmm. Like, like when you see a season like SPD, SPD, it can be a slow burn, but it's a consistent build. It's like constantly building up, up, up. Oh, you know, it's going somewhere. Uh, same with Jungle Fury. Jungle Fury is kind of like a up, up, up in that, you know, it's going. Uh, and that's what you're noticing right now with Jungle Fury. But uh, yeah, RPM, it's kind of like a, eh, uh, eh. but then there's, it hits a point and it just, all right, but that was everybody people, says like it's like does. so sick, like some it's so sick, like yeah, you know. Obviously, I probably should have gave it more time, but um, yeah, I'm excited to get into them. I liked once the Rangers, like you know, they 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 joined in and they they won me over a little bit back. That hey, they had their friends back, right? With Thrax and him for the sword, yeah, right. They had their friends back. They joined back in. I really liked that because I was like, okay, cool, man, like. I ain't gonna lie. I feel like they still are like the first team that just like dip. Well, and this is the thing to me that was sort of like, besides them quitting, this is just because I know you don't really know much about the season, but like, like I said, they're all career people before, so they already had their stuff like they could fall back on, except for Mac because he's just like you said, and now he sweeps. He up in there sweeping up the command center, and then now, but then what's funny? They show Tyson who's like the six ranger the mercury ranger that dude's an alien and he's just like i'm just out here in this field like yeah why would would you leave you are a stranded alien you 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 ain't got nowhere else to go yeah because like that don't make sense hey but that's also the dude that was talking to angelo that angelo talked to when we met uh selwyn ward when we met tj that was oh him. my gosh, that's him, huh? <laughs> yeah, and it's funny, he'd been in seasons before, like, uh, he was in Dino Thunder, he was the, this, like, bully character to Ethan, and then 
uh, he was in SPD. You remember that episode where you find out Brit, uh, Sky had that friend yeah. who was an alien, but who turned out to be uh-huh. you? That was him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So he's been one of those people that like, <clears throat> has been in Rangers for like a couple seasons leading up. And Disney did that a lot, too. Like, you'll see these characters. They did play multiple, like, they played different well, characters. Kruger, right? Yeah, Kruger. Uh, yeah, he yeah. also played, he plays Daggeron in Mystic Force. Yeah. And he also is one of uh, uh, Hobbs's brothers in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. They, just picked, they got every someone person that they could find. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so then once once they get back, I feel like it, like, obviously it's, this is how it goes, right? Part two picks up. Yeah. Like, don't you? Oh, yeah, it picks up. And once I fit, like, their battle was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. It's always, like, team-up battles are always cool, especially when you have, I think what made this one so cool was that you had very unique rangers, in a sense. It's not just, you know, like, for instance, like the Dino Thunder uh, Ninja Storm team-up. Oh, you'll have like the Dino Thunder team, and they have their style of doing things, and then the Ninja Storm style of team, and then like they have their like ninja style of handling things. You have a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, you have a Ninja Storm Ranger, a Dino Thunder Ranger, an SPD, and a Mystic Force. So you have five different styles adding into this other team. So getting the different like styles in there all at once is that stuff is really cool. I actually think it worked out well because, truthfully, <laughs> um, the Retro Rangers, none, not, none of them are leaders. Yeah? None of them are leaders. No? Like, Bridge, I guess, is technically, like, in their time, at their timeline. No. You know, right? But, like, he's not a leader, like, as far as, like, who we know on the show. Yeah. You know, as sick as Adam is, he's not a leader. No. You know, especially when he was the Black Ranger, he definitely wasn't the leader. No. He was probably number four. Actually, you could say number five. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was probably number five. He, like, Adam only got to number two once Zeo came around. And even then, once Jason showed, came back, he was number Uh three. Uh Uh-huh. So, like. But then Turbo, and then for the half of Turbo, he was in, yeah, back to number two. But still, it's like, yeah. No, Justin. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, no. And then once they do the battle. Yes. Which I liked. It was very fun. I like how Adam gets his little shine against one on one, right? Hey, and by the way, they came out with that how we got the overdrive shield. Mm-hmm. They released a toy of that. Do you have I, it? I don't. Why not? Because as before, I was all big in the figs and stuff, and so. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to be cool, so. <laughs> no, but it's that's honestly something like I wish they would do on the um. On the lightning collection, because that'd just be a really sick figure, like Adam's Black Ranger, but with because they they did Zach with the Dragon Shield, now do Adam with his own shield with the Operation Overdrive shield. Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll, but we'll wait for the hiatus to be done then, and maybe 
Hasbro can do that. We could talk a little more about toys towards the end because there's some like updates. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, they finally win, right? Mm-hmm. And what what technically happens to Thrax? So Thrax gets so during the battle when they got the um, the sword Excelsior, it restored the Sentinel Knight. It restored him back to like his like physical form, and so he joined the battle. And I think they full on just like destroyed Thrax. Yeah, um, that's what it seemed like to me too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was just like destroyed, and then all the other villains from the season just went their back to their separate ways. Dang, um, but I liked it. Uh, it was a different kind of. You know, I was kind of different, like two episodes, also because I, I don't know a ton about Operational Dread, right? Yeah. So, me not knowing a ton about them made it really difficult at first. I got into it as we went along. Um, on a scale, if I was to grade this like 15th anniversary special, um, I'd probably give it like a. Uh, a C plus or B plus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what would you give it? Uh, it's hard because I like the because I'm a big fan of all the ranges that came back like in their teams and seasons like it was great. But the reason I would honestly probably give it a D, so maybe even an F. And oh wow! Reason, and it's the reason being and. I'm going to give you my pitch of like almost like a rewrite of that season and of what could have been. And when I explain this, you'll probably see this. You'll probably understand more why I'm so hard up on my score for this. The whole basis of this season is they have to retrieve these five gems from the, from the Corona Aurora, this crown. And you knew you were coming into the season and like we have to do something special because it's the 15th anniversary. We need to do something special. I know we can't, you know, you may not have access to everything. Like obviously, I'm pretty sure you could tell how like we never heard the actual Go Go Power Rangers theme song in there. You know, they changed up some little to some little like hyper guitar mix, and that was it. Um and I think that has something to do with like copyright stuff and who owns rights to that, whatever. But the problem with this season was all of their gems of the Corona Aurora were on Earth. Here's a better thing. What if you had them out in different places of the universe? This ain't no Dragon Balls? No, but it could have been. Yeah, this then is, then this it looks like you're stealing. Huh? It looks like you're like directly stealing. From a current competitor at the time. Eh. No, I'm just saying like, it was still like you could have had like one gem be on KO thirty five. Oh, now we get a reference back to in space. Maybe I also think you like they don't I don't know, like I, I feel like I didn't want I was watching at the time. So like this is a perspective of a person looking at it from now and didn't wasn't yeah, watching. No, it. yeah. Right. Uh they didn't it was, didn't seem special. 
I'll give you that. It didn't seem special. Yeah, it, it didn't seem, and that's what I'm saying. This and I window, also think it's because of who they had on. Truth be told, they didn't well, have no one like mind blowing. But this is what I'm saying. This team up instead of doing it like in the middle. This could have been had it been done correctly and like past Ranger. Like, oh hey, we have this gym. Like we had this like gym hidden at like the Ninja Storm thing. You know. Oh hey, we found we thought this was and then in Dino Thunder. Oh, we thought this was another Dino Gym, but it just never activated or whatever. There's little things you could do that they could have done to put these. When, have, when have they ever done that though? No, I know that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, well, like that's not their style, dog. I know, but there's there's a time I do know this with I think Mega Force and Super Mega Force. They try to do that, like little tie-ins and flashbacks of like. Oh, this guy from this season shows up here. This guy from this season pops up for like 30 seconds. Stuff like that. But what I'm saying is, yeah, they don't do that, but you could have. We they did it with yeah. in space. With their with their with their audience at the time, which isn't you. It's no, not supposed to be you. But at the time, you know, that's where we gotta like look at it from that angle too. I, like you know, no, you're looking I, at it from a critical lens. I get that, but what I'm saying is TV even seven. if you wanted to build it up to make this team up instead of making it seem more like special and less random, you could have had it to where each one of these Ranger teams from the past that they had in here, they each had like one of the gems and then give that whole team a sort of like focus episode. So then guess what? Final battle comes of the season. Then they show up to come and help. And it becomes a sort of like in game ish type thing. Yeah, but you got to think that wasn't a thing then, Marcus. But Live, just because it wasn't game. a thing, it could have been. They could have done that because they're clearly going back to past four seasons. I, I don't think they're going to do that, though. I don't think they're going to do what you're saying to do, right? You know, as you're talking in 2023, to do an 07 when a lot of certain things wasn't cool. Like, they, I feel like they hadn't even blown up yet to where, like, a lot of these old Rangers were cool again. No, but that also, but this is the thing. I know, it's just, it's just we have different perspectives but, on it because, like, I, I understand a little bit where they're coming from because, it, you know, it's not as big a deal. No, but also, then, Disney, I feel like, also didn't realize what they had and were just kind of making seasons. And as the Disney seasons went along, uh, it kept getting like budgets kept getting cut more and more, and they're making it cheaper. They're like, okay, we slashed the budget on this one, so here, go make a season powering. Let's say what I don't know, I'm just throwing them about like ten million. Oh, you did it, cool. So hey, next guys, hey, they just did one for ten. You guys are gonna get eight, you mm-hmm. know, and they keep cutting stuff back. So I get that, but it's also like, especially towards the end of it, they were kind of just like a when they wanted to end it because they wanted to and they were like all right we're done with rangers we're not doing anything more after rpm they actually tried to end it before rpm they tried to end it with jungle fury but they had another contractual like two years so they're like okay fine we'll do rpm and then that's it oh wait we have to do another season we'll just re-air mighty morphin and add some animation stuff to it. Mm-hmm. so yeah. it's almost and, one of those and, things- and you had to do what they got to do like that's where like sometimes i'm like you know, it sounds terrible, but you're almost like happy with what you got. 
no, I I get that. But what I'm saying is, is like, look, like if they were to a fully, if they have fully looked at what they had in the potential, it could have been different. I mean, look at what they did with Marvel. Look at what they're doing with Star Wars, good or yeah. bad. I think it's good just different bad, perspective from a time period, though, right? Like that's what you got to remember. It's a different perspective from a different time period. You know what I mean? And, yeah. it, and and it wasn't hot. Like these guys weren't cool. Truth be told, like they weren't they weren't killing cons yet. No, but I mean, <laughs> dude, you have, but still, well, whatever. No, that wouldn't work. It's just hard. It, like I, the thing I'll give you is that it didn't feel like insanely special. It was cool to see who you got. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool, but I, I don't think it was like insanely special. I feel like you know later it felt more special as they went along. I think also they started realizing their fan base more. Yeah, because um, I feel like fandoms wasn't a real thing. Up until like 2010. Yeah, not, yeah. Like a real fandom, not like just an internet based on the message board fandom. Yeah. Like where people weren't afraid to go out and express it. Yeah. And show it. I feel like around 2010 is when it started hitting. Mm-hmm. And this is 07. You know, um, but it, I mean, I, I, hey, that's a fun perspective, though. As a guy who you are a guy who's watched it and watched the whole season, you gave it an F. Yeah. And then as a guy who hasn't really seen it, doesn't know much, I gave it a C plus. So now that it tells me if I watch it, I'm probably going to give it a lower grade. Yeah, like when you, because I'll, I'll put it like this: when you see the potential of what this season could have been, well, because I'm not even beyond the whole oh, bringing all these Ranger teams. When you just see like what they could have done. It's yeah. kind of like a, there's a lot of wasted potential there. Yeah. Well, um, I can't so wait, I can't wait to, uh, go ahead. I'm trying, I'm over here trying to close out. Okay. Man, I, I Marcus, keep going on this. Because this was a, because the whole like once in, once a Ranger, always a Ranger team up sort of happened. And now that you've seen this episode, I think you'll, when you see like images of that team, like, on like social media and people talk about it. Who would you like what random team would you make of Rangers from the past? Like now or then? Now. From what you know of Rangers. And then like the only thing barring it is like as if they're not here, right? What do you mean like like if they're dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because Let's we got time travel. We we got time. Well, hey, that was the thing with SPD. Think about it. Bridges from the future. So yeah, I know. That's what I was trying to get to earlier. Is that technically SPD wasn't around? Yeah. Well, that's what he said. He was like, "Well, I was the Blue Angel. Well, not yet." And yeah, but what would you like? What would you make? Or if you're like, "Dude, that's too much," who would you add as the sixth Ranger to that group? Yeah. Um, Either make your own five or add a six ring. I'll just add to that one because I feel like they were missing a piece. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they were missing uh, a heavy hitter. Um, I'm trying to think. So it's a 
member. Honestly, dude, oh, truth be told, bro, I'd have added TJ. Yeah? Yeah. Sick. Yeah, yeah. And I think I'd have gave him Turbo Red or In Space Blue, sick too. Yeah? But they already had a blue, so let's give him Turbo Red. Because uh, Adam's sick. Adam's great, but like, I don't know. They needed like that extra oomph. Or even the Six Ranger himself, a Six Ranger. Yeah. Like, Magna Defender would have been sick. That's who I was going to say. Like, for that team, I would have thrown in Magna Defender because just to kind of balance out, like, to kind of mirror the Operation Overdrive team, that's like five humans and then the alien as a six ranger. Well, hey, you got five ranger or five humans here, and then so here's this alien. Would you add his son? <laughs> hey, his son in the American version, in the American version, but then find out in Super Sentai that was his little brother. Dude, oh. that just so you this mean sound like some stuff from our high school. A little bucket head with some horns, like hey, dad, flowers. It's like oh, the Rock and Kevin Hart. God, that. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know what? That's a great one. Magna, I feel like makes the team. Yeah, that's a fun misfit team. Yeah, I like that. That's a fun misfit team. They, they're already kind of doing stuff like that in the comics, right? Whereas, like well, a misfit did, team, sort of like it was. Uh, after like at, beyond the grid, so after the shattered grid storyline. Um, and that was Magna Defender part of that. I think he was. Um, and where there's like the Solar Rangers, like this kind of like purple ranger, and she recruits yeah. like uh Ranger Slayer, uh-huh. uh, Tanya from Zio, like the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, Breakfast Club. I never said it last time. I meant to say this. SPD is definitely Breakfast Club. It tracks. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, that's all. I'm no, not you're, right. you're right. But think about it. Allie Sheedy, I know she wears black, but she's a yellow ranger. Her and Bender are Jack and Z. Yeah, no, you're and right. Then you literally have the blue one who's all about the rules, Andrew. <laughs> you're so funny. You're still going on this just because you forgot it last time. I did. I did. And it's yeah. like because right there, that's a Breakfast Club poster. So I'm like, how can I forget that? That's true. Um, real quick before we sign out, uh, there is an update as far as like Ranger stuff with Hasbro that they're going to re-release some things towards the end of the year. Oh, like what? Red and white Ranger helmets. Okay. Dragon Dagger and possibly other bigger things like that. They're going to re-release, um, which tells me they probably had inventory that they found. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I don't know um, about Operation Overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's on, it's on the back burner for me right now. I'm and I'm gonna tell you this: I don't blame you. You gave it an F, man. Damn. I yeah. And you love Rangers. I do, I but because I love it, I will be hard on it and be like, "Hey, you 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 are so good." That ain't so, it. Hopefully next time I, I'll have a better audio setup. Might have to have a new computer. Who knows? Uh, the next episode will be on Power Rangers. Excuse me, Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. Ooh, fun! 
and I'm really excited to talk about it. Uh, really excited. Because I just, I, I can already hear now about Justin. And Justin, that might not even be the wildest thing. Yeah. As our oh, friend oh. Timmy, t- Timmy had said about the two little people that gave him nightmares. <laughs> um, that's going to be a fun one for us to talk about. That'll be for sure the next episode. And then after that, we'll jump into Jungle Fury. Um, real quick, Marcus, I, I was telling you before, um, it's my bad. I don't always check all the messages we can get from people sometimes, mm-hmm. but I did the today. And um, he's at Saved and Fit. My name is Darius. He says, hey, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Just want to tell you guys to keep up the good work. I was wondering, though, do you guys think you could do an episode talking about the JDF and Austin-St. John rivalry? Not to cause a stir or anything, but just wanted to hear your guys' opinion on the situation. Or if not the actors, at least talk about the characters and their relationship and different and perhaps even similar roles within Power Rangers. I just asked because I heard when you guys reviewed the Netflix film, you called them 1A and 1B and thought that was the most accurate description of them. And also because even at my job as a grown man, another coworker asked if I was Team Tommy or Team Jason, which to me is crazy how that is still a relevant question even 30 years later. That's an episode I think that like we're probably both super down to do. Mm-hmm. And I think you would even be okay with not just talking about the characters, but even diving in a little bit to their personal issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that will have to be like a bigger episode. Like, as you guys can see now, we, we definitely want, you know, for 20, we'll probably do the 20th anniversary. Yeah. Maybe. But I'm going to probably put this one out there of like, maybe like 23. Yeah. On that Jordan. Hey, Tommy's a Jordan. Well, Jason, Jason. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, 1A, 1B. 1A, 1B. So, I think this that'll be a good one to do that. Um, okay. You need to add anything else before we get out of here? Uh, no. All right, man. Well, we Rangers of the Grid. I open, you end. It's your boys. We Rangers of the Grid. It's Richard. It's Marcus. We got it. Grocery bags.